Welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast. I'm John DeShazer, and we are brought to you by SeatGeek. Uh, today, we have joining with us a guy who really needs no introduction, but I'm going to do an introduction anyway. Uh, time All-Pro, 11-time Pro Bowler, Saints Ring of Honor, Saints Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Willie Rofe. Willie, how you doing today? Doing good. That's good. That's good. Uh, now, William, I, I guess the, the first thing we do is, you know, obviously you're a guy who offensive tackle, left tackle for the Saints and Kansas City Chiefs for many years uh, in New Orleans from 93 to 2001. But, you know, during that time, you who was a member of the All Madden team several times. And we know that Madden uh, passed uh, yesterday at the age of 85. So, you know, what are your your thoughts and recollections of, of, of John Madden? Man, just a, uh, you know, icon of the game. Uh, I just remember when I was a kid, when he was coaching with the Raiders and the uh, excitement, the jubilance, the way he, uh, the way he, uh, he, his excitement on the sidelines. Then when I was still a young a kid, when he got in the booth in the early 80s, you know, 79, 80, I was growing up and he was in the booth, you know. So uh, watching him in the booth as a kid, you know, that was when I was, hitting 10 and, and watching a lot more football and understanding a lot more football. And I just remember the way he broke down the game with the X's and O's and explained it to people. Then they get, came out with the all Madden game. And that was huge, you know, for it's been huge for 30 years or whatever, 40 years. But, uh, you know, uh, just him, the way he explained it, the way he talked about the line and the, and the play where he, he gave attention to the offensive line and the defensive line. He was just, uh, he was spe- he was special to football. Now, Will, you listen to this guy, and, and you you mentioned how excited he was about the game and how iconic he became. What's it like then to later in life become a member of the the All Madden team, and not just once, you know, several times, but you know, I think a lot of players really really cherished being a member of the All Madden teams. Yeah, that started in the early '80s, and then. Uh, you know, I'm my first team. Uh, it was special because they would come to practice. You know, they were doing. They did a few games for us, especially. And uh, he really had a lot of respect for us in New Orleans. You know, starting with the Dome Patrol and those guys. But uh, my first team, I have the jacket here with me, the '94 10th anniversary team. I was a member of that one, and I think Jerry Ball made those jackets. But I still have that jacket here, and I think I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna send one. A pit, Justin wants me to send a picture to him with holding the jacket up. But I also made the team in 98, and at that time, they were doing skits. So they came to my house, and I was the only one to make the team. And Justin remembers because he came over for the Saints to do the skit. So I made the skit coming to my front door at the house. I lived in Woodlake for most of, most of all of my career, and, uh, and I, made, I, made a, uh, I made a skit there. And then I made it again in 2000 with Joe Horn and Joe Johnson and Leroy Glover and Aaron Brooks when we had that playoff run. So I know I made it at least three times. And uh, when you make the All-Man team, it's kind of like to, to to players, it's like, you know, the Pro Bowl is great, but the Madden team is kind of like, uh, that's like another All-Pro team to, to, to guys in the league. What, what were your personal interactions with him like? I mean, he was a guy who, you know, you don't, he's one of those guys that you don't hear a bad word about it. It was good. And, and you know what? He came to practice in Kansas City. I remember him coming up one time to practice in Kansas City. And uh, it was he was always, Willie, how you doing? And how's life treating you? And uh, 
you know, I, I just, in fact, I just watched the documentary this morning because I had taped it, and uh, the way he traveled on that bus all over the country and, and interacted with people, I really don't think the NFL really knows him Him traveling cross-country on that bus for all them years was bringing so many fans to the NFL, and they didn't know, and they would see him going on that bus, and and he and he and he loved going and seeing people about, around the country and getting the feel for what they were doing and asking them ab about about the, uh, life and everything. So I think it, he was bigger than football. I think he was more concerned with people, and uh, you know he was kind of like the president for football. And I heard uh, uh, Commissioner Goodell say he was like uh, Elvis Presley for football, and I would agree with that. And and when I went in the Hall of Fame in 2014. He came because uh, uh, he was enshrining somebody uh, in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, I think Ray Guy, Ray Guy, in 2014, and I and I saw him at the uh, Ray Nitsky luncheon, and I sat by him, and I ate, ate, and I got to talk with him because I was sitting at the table with him, but I didn't get a picture with him, and my wife wanted to get a picture with him as well, but he, she saw him outside the McKinley Hotel, and he. Uh, looked like he, you know, he was struggling. I think after that year, he had heart surgery in 2015. But the last time I did get to spend time with him was at the Hall of Fame, and I got to eat at the table with him. I remember that. Yeah. How crazy is it that just about everybody who knows anything about the NFL knows John Madden because he, he's he's really kind of loomed large over the league for you know, forever, it seems. Uh, but he was a successful coach. Uh, then he was the broadcaster, and then you got the Madden NFL football uh, video games. You know how how amazing is it that just about everybody knows this man? I think the video game is what took him to another level with with everybody knowing him. I think you know because he stopped broadcasting what the early two thousand like two thousand one. Yes. The last Madden game I think was two thousand one, and I know I made it in two thousand. But uh, after that, everybody else knew him from the video game. And that's where everybody knew him from his voice on his video games. And the, 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 the graphics were so realistic and everything. And, and I, I saw Michael Vick and even uh, Patrick Mahomes and all these guys were Drew Brees. When they made it on the cover of the Madden thing, uh, Lamar Jackson was talking about how special it was for him. He almost cried when he got on the cover of that Madden, Madden game. So, I mean, that's still a big honor. I know it was, a, it was a, some people thought it was a curse to be on the cover of it, but, you know, it was a huge honor for guys to be on the cover of the Madden, the Madden video game. And uh, like I said, he'll, be, he'll truly be missed. And uh, he was a special man. And uh, like, like I said, football, I don't think football, you know how you have certain players with basketball, if you want to compare him to a Michael Jordan or, Larry Bird and what Magic Johnson did for the game of basketball, I would say I put him up on that same level. He took football, and then when football went to Fox from CBS, and then it went back, AFC went back to CBS, but when, he, when Fox gave him, when he went over to Fox, that's what, and with, with Terry Bradshaw and Howie and all those guys, that's when they really took it to a whole nother level, too. too. In the earth, that was in 93, I think, my rookie year. And, uh, and like I said, it, uh, John Madden was, uh, if he's not the most important figure in football, you know, with, especially going into the, the modern day game in the eighties, nineties, two nineties, two thousands, you know, he's 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 up there with with the best of them to ever ever be be a part of the NFL. 
he he had a special affinity, a special love for for offensive linemen. How didn't he put you on the on the cover of Madden, man? <laughs> oh, he didn't put me on the cover of Madden. I just, <laughs> I'm just mad I made the Madden team. Now I did hear the story about the, uh, you know, the first traducan, the turkey, duck, yep. chicken was in yep. New Orleans in '97, and yep. the guy was talking about how he made that uh, traducan, and he loved it so much he. Every every Madden team got the Traducan. He said the next year he sold like six thousand. So the Traducan, which was the annual turkey thing that he that he gave and had on on, on uh when he gave during that game, was uh was was started in New Orleans. Yes, it was, and I've had a few myself, and and it is that's a good call because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> Willie, really, I, I know how you you know you keep up with the Saints and everything. I'm, you know, what, what do you think about how this season's going? I mean, it's just been difficult from the beginning, you know, whether it was the evacuation in Ida or whether it was some, some coaches early on missing, missing again because of COVID. And then you talk about the injuries and, you know, season-ending injury to Jameis Winston. And, you know, they've had to play four quarterbacks. And now you get players on the COVID list, 20-plus uh, to miss the last game. What are your thoughts about, I guess, just how the, how the Saints have handled this season? I mean – what can you, I mean, what can you do when you got, when you got 12 starters, you got all these guys out last week. I mean, it just, it's hard to play football and, and I'm trying to figure out when is it going to get to a point where, you know, everybody's vaccinated and, and, and they're not, ha- they're not symptomatic and they're young athletes that are playing. And if guys aren't getting that sick, I know in some cases where guys get sick, when are we going to get to the point where, you know, we realize that this COVID is not going away. I mean, COVID is, I think, is going to be a part of society. I think it's not going away. I mean, if you want to say it's like a new version of the flu, and, and I understand if guys get sick or, you know, have very bad symptoms, you know, but uh, I don't know if the COVID is going away anytime soon, and uh, I don't know what you do is going into every year because it seems like it's a new variant coming along, and I've gotten all my shots. I've gotten the booster shot. You know, I think I have a little bug now, which my daughter from LSU uh, came back home, and we've all gotten. My sister was a little sick, and we've all gotten a little sick. But you know, it's, it's not. I've had COVID, so it's not that. I know the difference. But uh, you know, I mean, what do you do if people don't have? Uh, if they're not having bad symptoms and everything with the COVID, what do you do moving forward in the future with pro sports? Uh, we're dealing with it, you know. I, I I don't I don't know if 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 guys aren't feeling bad and they're not they, they can still go out and perform. I don't see how you you're gonna you're gonna let COVID dictate what happens in pro sports uh, moving forward for years and years. But we'll have to we'll have to figure that out. I guess they'll have to figure that out as they go along with this. Yeah, they're gonna have to navigate through that. Now, Saints have Saints have tried to make do this season without both offensive tackles. You know, sometimes at the same time, Ryan Ramchick and Teron Armstead, you played offensive tackle. You know what a good offensive wow. tackle looks like. What's it been like for the Saints to try to get by without their two starters? Well, it's been crazy. They've been without the two starters, and Pete's been out the lineup a lot too this year. So you got three, yes. you got two Pro Bowl tackles, and you have your very good your guard. You know, so it's funny. I, the gym I work out at down here, uh, the guy who I know from the gym's nephew is is the Saints line coach. So, the, so we are, we are always talking to him about the line, and uh, 
you know, the job they did when they went to Tampa Bay and they stepped up. And I mean, they had, I think last week they had a guy that hadn't even played football. I think he was at training camp and they brought him back and he played in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, I commend him for the job he's done, especially under these circumstances. It's been real, it's been, you know, real tough on him. And uh, I was texting Teron last week and asked him how he's feeling, you know, with the knee. And I know he's had some issues with, the, with that knee before. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I just wish him the best. I mean, then I look back on it, like you said, John, and I realized how fortunate I was to uh, to play as long as I I did, and, and especially after that ninth year when I when I when I find when the ACL finally gave out because uh, you know I partially I tore my MCL I think in '96 and uh, and I came back to finish that year and my knee was popping popping lock some so you know maybe I partially tore it and it, just, it lasted till after that 2000 season. Who won that playoff game, the ACL, and then it just gave out on me, no one. But, you know, for me to come back after that year and be able to play three more years and not miss a game, you know, was 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 special. And and what I'll say is, you know, you just look back on it, man. It's 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 hard to play at a high level in that NFL for a long time. So, you know, it's just the guys that do it for a long time and, and are able to have success, you know, you just you know, you just take your hat off to them and uh, they've been blessed and they've had a lot of luck and a, and a lot of stuff to be able to play. And I'm just so fortunate I was able to play as long as I did and and uh, get into that elite group of uh, Hall of Famers. So, you know, I, I just look back on it and I'm very thankful for it. And, you know, I still get to go to the gym and do some cardio now. And my knees don't really bother me too, too bad. My back does. But uh, I still walk on that treadmill, that elliptical and, do my little cardio and move around. So, you know, I've been fortunate that my body uh, is feeling better since I, since this COVID started happening two years ago. I've actually gotten stronger and better the last two years because I haven't been moving around as much traveling. So I've been very fortunate, and uh, I think um, uh, God's been looking down on me, and uh, I've been living right. So I'll continue to try to do the best I can and uh, treat people like I want to be treated. All right. Well, I think uh, the organization and the city of New Orleans uh, definitely fortunate to have had Willie Willie Rofe a part of the community and a part of the Saints franchise. So, Willie, we appreciate it. And um, hey, man, hopefully everything continues to go well for you and your family. And we'll, uh, we'll chat with you later. Yes, sir. And y'all have a good uh, New Year's, and y'all uh, stay safe down there. You too, Willie. Thank you. All right. All right. No problem. <clears throat> Well, we appreciate Willie for joining us um, and, and Daniel, Daniel Salerson also sitting in with us. Uh, you know, Willie talked about, you know, remembering Coach Madden as a coach, uh, remembering him as a broadcaster. But, you know, you, young buck, one of those guys more for <laughs> more for the Madden game. So, you know, what, do you, what are your thoughts about Coach Madden? I always call him Coach Madden. I guess I show my age because I do remember him as a coach. I'm you know, coaching the, the, the then Oakland Raiders, uh, a team that I couldn't stand when I was growing up just because, you know, you know, either you loved Oakland or you hated them. And right. you know, he's one of those who hated them. But, you know, what, what are your thoughts about it, Coach Madden? Yeah, you know, you call me a young buck. I don't feel like one right now. But at the <laughs> same time, um, growing up in the 90s, you know, when video games were a, a crucial part of my childhood, uh, the, the Madden game was it. Like, if you didn't own Madden, you you weren't cool. Like, you went to your, your friend's house and played Madden. You had it yourself. You would spend hours in your room playing a, a dynasty, creating your own team, starting a season with your favorite team. And, 
So remember the cover coming out every year, whether it was, you know, I grew up in Atlanta. So at the time it was when Michael Vick hit the cover of that, that was big time. And then he was basically a cheat code in that game. You know, if you just played with Michael Vick and just ran every single play, uh, you were going to be in good shape. But also remember the whole Madden curse. If some players got on there and then were worried about they weren't going to have a great season. But that game, I guess, really established another generation of appreciating what John Madden did. And you mentioned how he was known as a coach, you know, being in broadcasting. I didn't get to really appreciate his broadcasting until I started growing up and really listening to football and watching them. But the video game was how I got started with Madden. And after that, it was looking things up about what he was able to accomplish as a coach and as a broadcaster. I remember in the game, they talked about the Madden Cruiser because he didn't want to fly anywhere. And I was dying to see what that Madden Cruiser looked like inside because I'm sure it was pretty cool based on the guy that John Madden was. But, I mean, that's the thing was, uh, you know, the video game was where I got started with John Madden just to hear that he passed away. I have not seen the documentary yet. It's on my list of things to watch because I hear it was really good. Um, It's sad to see him go because I'll always have those memories of playing his video game growing up. Yeah, the the crazy thing is when he retired, I remember thinking, you know, what's he retiring for? You know, it was only 10 years. And and then, of course, you always think, well – yeah, he's retiring. He'll be back. And he never went back. <laughs> yeah. Well, between he the broadcasting never, and the video game, why go back? I mean, yeah, he, he, never, all. he never went back to coaching. And, you know, you just rarely see guys retire that early at a young age and never go back to it. So, you know, so he, you know, well done, uh, Coach Madden. I mean, you know, everybody, like I said, from from young age to old age, advanced age, remember him because, you know, in all three phases, he he affected football in some way. And you know, when when Willie said, uh, I think he said Commissioner Goodell kind of said that uh, that he might have been the president of, of the NFL. Uh, John Madden, that that's a probably a fitting thing. He's been as good an ambassador for for the pro football game as any ambassador has ever been. When a guy like Willie Rowe values the All Madden team as much as he did and the other guys really wanted to make that team that's from a broadcaster I mean that just goes you show the impact that that Madden had every year with that it wasn't an official NFL award but having the All Madden team was something that these players prided themselves on to make it and everyone every year talks about their Madden rating I mean that's that's the huge thing now is making sure that their Madden rating is up to date and and how you know good they are in the game and that just shows you how the game has evolved from being on Nintendo and for me, Super Nintendo and N64 all the way up to the Playstations. And, you know, I just remember collecting those covers, stacking up those games until I stopped playing and um, just how fascinating that game evolved and how realistic it turned out to be. And, and again, John Madden, a legend. And you know, it was sad to see him go yesterday. Definitely a uh, little nostalgia came up talking about him, just talking about the childhood and the video games played. Yeah, I tell you what, man, you see, you see these players livid about their Madden ratings. I mean livid about their Madden ratings. It's it's amazing to see. Uh, it's funny to see and it's amazing to see. So um we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna we're gonna we gotta pay one more bill and then we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> yes, let's pay the bill we gotta appreciate of course Terminex locally owned for over 70 years will fix your pests and termite problems. They have effective solutions that will help to eliminate pest problems throughout the year. Their custom treatments adapt to the season to address seasonal pest activity to protect your home and business all year long, they provide residential and commercial pest and termite control services for the South Shore, North Shore, and River Parishes of Louisiana. Protect your home with Terminex, especially the weather going from 80 degrees to potentially 25 degrees here in the next few days. You never know when those termites or bugs are going to pop your way. But yes, Terminex, proud sponsor 
of your New Orleans Saints. I appreciate you letting me hop on, J.D. You know, it was great discussing John Madden and, and really enjoyed hearing Willie talk about him as well. Yeah, fun times. Uh, great conversation with Willie, as always. And uh, we will be joining you guys again on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by Seat Geek. Seat Geek, we will hit you up again uh, in a couple of days. See you.